This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Welcome back to a new week of ministry with Pastor Ray Hegestilianos on More Than Conquerors Radio. This is our second week of a unique series entitled, Warring Against the Pandemic of 2020. For first-time listeners, these are selected Sunday sermons preached to pastors' homebound congregation entering their second month of battle against the corona pandemic. This two-part message entitled, I Will Not Be Moved, recounts Paul's sea journey as a prisoner to Rome. Paul's journey was rough, but much like the pandemic storm pastor's flock is facing, God had a plan to bring the storm to an end. If they stayed the course, stayed encouraged, and listened to what God had to say. We too have a destiny and a destination. As captains in our journey, like Paul, we're encouraged to strive for what lies ahead. Always in faith, never in fear, never believing circumstances surrounding us, but rather only the reality of the Word of God. I'm just purposing right now to encourage people because this is the kind of ministry we need more than ever is ministry of encouragement. Um, so many people are despair and depressed and I'm just hearing all kinds of, not, not people in the church, but I'm just mostly people outside of the church. If you're a true Christian and you know the Word of God, you're not succumbing to any of this stuff. You know, but you need to be encouraged too because even in the, in the midst of warfare and the heat of battle, we can get a little weary. So we need to be reminded and we need to be helped. And I want to tell you that. I just want to talk about that for a second. That um, if, you're, if you're feeling like maybe you are getting a little weary, maybe you've gotten even a little doubtful about is this ever going to end? Am I ever going to get back to normal? Is, you know, is my job going to be there when this is over? Is my business going to be there when it's over? Man, that is absolutely 100% understandable. Please don't put any condemnation on yourself or beat yourself that's just normal to think that way God doesn't expect you to be a superhero he expects you to be a person of faith which means that we do our best to just trust him and put our faith and put our you know deal with those things we're not going to let them overtake us we're going to deal with them if they come and they may come don't beat yourself up just put them in the right place rebuke them Uh, replace those thoughts with the word of God replace that that fear with faith. Replace, you know, worrying with prayer. Uh, so as long as you are doing that, even though you're in the midst of a battle, um, don't get f- condemned and don't feel guilty and don't beat yourself up. Um, you're, you're a human being. God knows all of your weaknesses, uh, but he's given us a way to overcome these things, and the way is the word of God and faith and prayer, and that's the way we're going to do it, all right? So I wanted to look today in the book of Acts. I want to go to chapter 27 and um, this is a tremendous, I think, tremendous story. And I'll just give you a little background, and then we'll go through these verses and take off from there. We've got quite a few verses, I think, to read today. I'll see how we go. But um, in chapter 27, of course, Paul was arrested. He had stood before Agrippa, and he pleaded to go before Caesar because he was a Roman citizen. So they didn't want to, but they took Paul as a prisoner, and they put him aboard a ship with a bunch of other prisoners. And the ship sets out for sail for Rome. And um, in, as they're sailing, they, they start to hit some rough weather. 
you know, in every journey of life, we're going to hit some bumps and hit some rough weather. So Paul is on board the ship, and I kind of want to pick it up from verse 9. Verses uh, 5 and 6 and 7 and 8 tell us about the beginnings of this storm starting to kick up, and the crew is becoming a little concerned about it, and they're trying to figure a way of how to navigate around this storm. And um, so here in in verse 9, it says... Now when much time had been spent and sailing was now dangerous because the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Men, I perceive that this voyage will end up with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and the ship, but of our lives. So now Paul is a prisoner on this ship, and he's, uh, he's giving directives now to the captain and to the other crew members and saying, I perceive, now he didn't perceive this in the natural, he perceived this in the spirit. He picked this up in his spirit that this, this thing is going to end up in a disaster. And he's trying to give them some godly wisdom. Now it's like, you know, I'm sure that Paul was quite frustrated because he knew what was going to happen because he's, he's seeing things by the spirit of God. He's seeing things by the directive, directive of the Holy Spirit. But the people around him aren't seeing it. And he's getting, I, I would imagine... I don't know if he got frustrated, but sometimes for me, I get frustrated because it sounds like a pastor. We see things, we try to warn people, but they don't heed the warning, and most of the time they end up in a disaster, you know? So Paul tells them, trying to warn them, trying to help them, trying to say, you know, I'm, I'm perceiving this, I'm a man of God, I'm a man of prayer, and I'm perceiving that this is, this is going to end up in, in a disaster. So verse 11, nevertheless... The centurion was more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by the things that Paul had spoken. Oh boy, is that not the truth? Often I've given advice to people as the man of God and they rather listen to some, somebody in the world or listen to somebody else um, instead of listening to the man of God. And I found out, you know, I could preach on this right here for a little bit, but I found out a long time ago in my life that it pays to listen to the advice and the the instruction of the man of God in your life. It pays. It will keep you from disaster. Doesn't mean he runs your life. Doesn't mean he tells you, you know, what color clothes to put on. But when it comes to important things in your life and major decisions or whatever it be, your man of God can help you steer away from danger. Your man of God is there to help you uh, to navigate through this life. And this is what Paul was trying to do. He's saying, I perceive this is going to end up in a disaster. So anyway, it goes on to say, uh, let's read verse 12. And because the harbor was not suitable to winter in, the majority advised to set sail from there also, if by any means they could reach Phoenix and harbor in Crete, opening towards sa- uh, the southwest and the northwest and winter in there. So they're trying to come up with a plan. And um, Paul's telling they should have just stopped, but they're trying to come up with a plan. And it says, when the south wind blew softly, supposing uh, that they had obtained their desire putting out to sea, they sailed close to Crete. But not long after, a tempestuous headwind arose called Rockildon. And so this, this big storm came up, all right? And it says, so when the ship was caught and could not head into the wind, we let her drive. In other words, they just cut everything and they just let the boat go because they were afraid if the anchors stayed down that the boat might fall apart, you know? If, the, if you left the, the, the sails up, the sails could just tear and be destroyed or the mast could be snapped. So they just put everything down and let the thing just drive. Let, they just, just let the storm take us wherever it's going to take us at this point. 
And running under the shelter of an island called Claudia, we secured the skiff with difficulty. Listen to the struggle they're having. They're in the midst of a storm. They're in the midst of a storm, a storm that's bigger than them, a storm that is stronger than them. And it says, when they had taken it on board, they used cables to undergird the ship for fearing lest they should run aground on Sirtis Sands. Uh, on the Sirtis Sands, they stuck the sail and so were driven. And because we were exceedingly tempest-tossed, the next day they lightened the ship. So they're getting, they actually, what they actually did is they started to secure things around the ship so that the ship wouldn't fall apart. This is how fierce and how wild this storm was. And Paul had warned them, but they still persisted and they got themselves caught in the storm. Notice that Paul's in this storm, but this was not Paul's doing. Paul did everything to try to stay out of the storm. I found out, and I think you would agree with me, and I think it really is a point we could talk about right now where we all are. None of us asked to be in this storm, but we found ourselves in this storm. As a matter of fact, many of us had done everything we could to stay out of storms, but yet we find ourselves in a storm. Paul didn't invite this storm. Paul didn't, it wasn't a lack of his faith that got him in this storm. He was pushed into this storm, just like you and I have been pushed into the storm that we're in right now in the middle of this COVID thing. Uh, many of us are feeling the effects of rough weather, rough going here, but it wasn't anything that you and I did. It's not anything you and I asked for. It's not a lack of our faith, a lack of our trust in God. It's just we got tossed into it, just like Paul got tossed into this storm. And it says in verse 19, on the third day, now they're three days into this voyage, and they're still in the midst of a major storm. So this is a prolonged storm. This wasn't just you know, a three-hour, 12-hour, 24-hour storm. This storm now is going into multiple days, and it, has, it hasn't backed up. It is a, a, as fierce as it was when it first started. Wow, isn't that interesting? Like sometimes, you know, some battles are short and some, some storms are long. Sometimes they're short and sometimes they're long. And we found ourselves uh, today in a, in a storm that's much more protracted than anything we ever thought would be. Well, it says on the third day, they threw down the ship's tackle or threw the ship's tackle overboard um, with our own hands. Now, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and no small tempest beat on us, all hope we would be saved was finally given up. So now the storm is so bad and there is like, there's like nothing is giving out. Have any of you ever been in a, in a storm in your life when it's just like, like nothing is giving out? Well, this is exactly where Paul and these prisoners were in the midst of this storm, so severe, they've done everything they could do to secure the ship and to try to weather this storm, but they came to the, to the realization that we're done. There's just nothing more we can do. Maybe some of you are thinking that right now, like in the midst of this storm, there's just nothing more that I can do. Uh, it's, it, it's, it, nothing is going to be the same ever again. We're dead. We're done. And you may be feeling that way in, in, in your life. You know, maybe your business, maybe your job, maybe your finances, maybe it's something else. Well, they were in this position. And it says, verse 21, but after long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, now listen, now listen, this is important. Men, you should have listened to me and have not sailed from Crete and incurred this disaster and this loss. I like that. Paul just threw it right in their face. Sometimes people say, you know, when you come back, said, I told you so. Oh, you're throwing it in my face. Yep, I'm going to throw it right in your fat face. Because you should have listened to the wisdom that comes from God. 
You should have listened to the directives of the man of God. You should have prepared. You should have been, you know, better prepared in the spirit to receive the word from the man of God. So Paul just throws it in their, their face of men. You all should have listened to me. And, uh, and he says, verse 22, it says, and now I urge you to take heart. Whoa. Now I urge you to take heart. And he, he begins to prophesy. He says, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. And he goes on to verse 25, says, therefore, take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told to me. I love this. Now, I, want to, I just want to point something out to you. At this point, Paul becomes the captain of the ship. At this point, the captain is useless, the crewmen are useless, everybody else is useless. Paul rises up, the man of God, with the spirit of faith. You see, because while they were throwing things overboard and trying to wrap the ship to keep it from breaking apart, Paul was in the presence of the Lord in the midst of the storm. Paul was probably on his knees before God praying, saying, God, give me wisdom. God, save my life. God, save the lives of these obstinate people. <laughs> God, don't, don't leave me in this. See, he was praying. He was crying out to God. He was remembering all the times that God had saved him. All, all the things, the breakthroughs that he had had in his life. See, folks, this is what you and I ought to be doing right now. We ought to be being focused, totally focused on who God is and what his word says. And, you know, no matter what storm you're in, you become the captain in that storm. You and I ought to be the captains in the middle of this storm. Let me tell you what, the devil is not the captain of this storm. We're the captains in this storm. We're going to, see, see, Paul got a word from God. He's in prayer and God gave him a word. You need a word. You've got to remember the word that God has spoken to your heart so many years ago. Don't let go of the word that God says you would be here or you would do this or you would accomplish that or you would have this. Don't lose sight of the word that God, because that word is powerful. That word is mighty. My question to you this morning is, have you forgotten the word of God that he has spoken to you? Have you lost sight of the word that the Lord has spoken to you? Paul had a word from God in the midst of the storm. I believe as you press in in prayer, God's going to give you a word. God's going to show you. God's going to give you a word and tell you, it's going to be okay. You're going to get through this time. We're all going to get through this time of difficulty and come out the other side better than the way we've come in. He says, take heart. There will be no loss of life. Only the ship is going to go down. For there stood beside me this night an angel of God to whom I belong and I serve, saying, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. Now, you see, that's important. Paul had a destiny and a destination. Now, I often say this, like, you know, years ago I used to be afraid of flying. Um, many, many, many years ago. And I, I had to overcome that fear. And one of the ways that overcome that fear is I'd get in the, in the plane and I'd say, this plane can't go down. I have a destiny. I, I, listen, I have an appointment with God. God is working something in my life and he's not done yet. So this plane can't go down. And as a matter of fact, if it was scheduled to go down and I walked in, it's staying up 
because it's carrying God's precious cargo. It's carrying God's precious destiny. It's carrying God's precious plans. It can't go down. And that's exactly what happened to Paul in the midst of this storm. See, brothers and sisters, we're not going down in this storm. Let me say it again. We're not going down in this storm. Listen, God has spoken a word to you, spoken a word to me, spoken a word to us, and we're going to accomplish everything that God has spoken. We have an appointment with God, and that appointment has not yet been fulfilled. And that's exactly what happened to Paul here. And God, he says, I, I, there stood beside me an angel, and he said to me, hey, don't be afraid. You're, you're, getting to the, you're getting to the other side of the storm because you have an appointment. You've got something yet to do. You've got places to go and people to touch and things to do and people to witness to. So I'm telling you what, you're not going down in this storm. You got a word from God. So don't forget what the Lord has spoken to you. Keep that dream and keep that vision alive in the depths of your heart. This has been a terrible interruption for many of us, for all of us. We're all, no, there's no one that hasn't been affected. No one that hasn't been touched by this. But do not lose your dream. Do not lose your vision. Do not lose what God has spoken to your heart. Paul got a word from God. See, God has a plan. And he's going to fulfill that plan and that purpose. All right? So he says, so he goes on, and I like what he says here. This is what you've got to do. He says, therefore, take heart, men. I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. And that ought to be your confession. That ought to be what you are doing in the midst of the storm. I believe God. It's going to be exactly the way God spoke it to me. I may have been knocked down. I may have been cut back. I may have had some loss. But God said this, this, and, su this, this and such is going to happen. And therefore, it's going to take place in my life. I believe. I believe God. I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. So even though we're enduring some interruptions unnecessarily but we're we're in this place i still believe god are you still believing god are you still standing on the word are you still holding on to your dreams your destiny your future you're not fretting but you're worshiping you're not in fear but you're in faith you're not griping but you're thanking god that you spoke god and when you speak it's got to come to pass there's nothing that you've spoken to me that's not going to be fulfilled because you're not a God that you should lie. Nor, you see, your, your, your word is true. Everything you've spoken through this book and to me personally is true and it's going to come to pass. So I believe God that it will be, it will be just exactly, exactly the way it was told to me. So one of the points that I wanted to get across here today that's so important is please hold on to your hope Hold on to your joyful, confident, favorable expectation of things to come. Hold on to your dream. Hold on to your vision. Refuse to be moved off course. That's why we're calling this, I, I will not be moved. Do not be removed or moved from your position of faith and strength. If anything, you have to forcefully fight forward. Forcefully invade. Forcefully declare and go forward in faith until you see this all you know, just diminish and pass because it will. This is coming to an end. I said, this is coming to an end, but God's word will endure forever. His written word will endure and the words that he has spoken to your heart. I need to pump it up. I really feel so strongly and I felt that way all week that there are many that are fainting and faltering and questioning, not because you're not faith people, but you've been in a storm just like Paul was in a storm and you didn't get yourself here. You were plunged into it. You've done everything 
right to stay out of the storms in life, but you got hurled into this storm. And I just felt all week as I was praying and just seeking the Lord, these verses kept coming up in my spirit. And I just felt like so, so many of you are faltering just a little bit and, and the, 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 that freshness is going and that excitement is going and that enthusiasm for your future is going because you were, you were on a moment, in the momentum. You know, there was momentum gaining in your life. You were getting progress. You were getting somewhere. And then all of a sudden you were abruptly smacked in the face with all of this. That we, well, I, I prophesy to you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ, you will pick up that momentum once again. It has been temporarily interrupted, but God's plans for your life are not interrupted by earthly things. Most certainly the things that are of the devil and that come from the pit of hell and that are evil. These are just interruptions. They are momentary, but they will not last and they will have no lasting effect upon your life and upon your destiny and upon the blessings that God has for you. I speak that in the name of Jesus. You ought to be roaring in your seats at home right now. Give God. And you need to declare just like Paul, I believe God that it will be just as it was told to me. I believe it will come to pass exactly like I heard God speak to me. Paul goes on and continues to prophesy and tells him, however, he's, he's the captain of the ship. You see, and you got to become the captain in this storm. Right now, you can't just get rocked and rolled and tossed around in this storm. You got to rise up and start giving some orders to this storm. You got to start giving some orders to the people around you. The, just batten down your hatches, get ready, because we're in for a rough ride, but we're coming out the other side and we're not going to lose anything with no loss. And he says, we must run aground on a certain island. And, uh, and then it was the 14th night had come and we were driven up and down in the Adriatic Sea. About midnight, the sailors sensed that they were drawing near some land and they took soundings and they found it 20 fathoms. And when they had gone a little farther, they took soundings again and found it to be 15 fathoms. Then fearing lest we would run aground on the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed. I love it. Listen to this. The sailors are praying for a day to come. They were, who knows, doesn't say they were believers, but let me tell you what, watching Paul and what Paul was doing in the midst of this horrific storm and giving them hope in the midst of this horrific storm, all of a sudden, now they're on their knees praying. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what, we can influence the storm. We can influence the darkness. We can take that which the devil meant for evil and turn it for good. Turn it to the glory of God. Men's hearts are fainting and failing all over the world today. We've got the message of hope. We've got the message of power. We've got the message of breakthrough. We've got the message that comes from the one and true almighty God for all eternity. Eternity. And we need to get out and light up the darkness. Glory to God. Don't just sit home and get gloomy and doomy. Get out of your houses. Light up some spot somewhere in this community or in your community with the light and the love and the hope and the power of Almighty God. Send some text. Zoom somebody. Facebook, FaceTime somebody. Do something to light up somebody else's world because we are the captains in this storm. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. 
Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.